This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, and when we get sober, they can almost feel magnified at first because we're adjusting to feeling all our feelings again rather than using alcohol to numb them. I was honestly really surprised when I got sober at how many emotions came up for me. I remember literally saying, I have so many feelings right now, and it felt really overwhelming having to feel them all. But the great thing about that is that it gave me the clarity and awareness that I had some things to work through, like people-pleasing and like my own self-talk. That's where therapy can be so helpful because because it's a safe space to get things off your chest and begin to work through what's been weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I really love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com happiest today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash happiest. There are so many amazing perks of being sober, and one of my favorites is that sobriety allows us to take self-care to the next level, and it gives us such a sense of confidence. There's really nothing like feeling confident in your own skin. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, One Skin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. I've told you about how when I got sober, one of my favorite things was starting a skincare routine because that was not something I ever prioritized before, but let's be honest, knowing what the best skincare routine is can be a little overwhelming. That's why I'm excited about OneSkin. There's no complicated routine, no multiple step protocols, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code HAPPIEST at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code HAPPIEST. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. And welcome to Happiest Sober Podcast. I'm Madeline. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you've all had an amazing week. I think today is going to be a fairly short episode, um, although sometimes I come on for my solo episodes thinking it's going to be a really short one, and then once I get going, I have more to say than I think I do, but I think this is going to be a pretty short one. I want to talk today about fading effect bias. And this is something that I've referenced like several times in my episodes and on Instagram and pretty much everywhere because um, I think it's a really important and helpful thing to kind of learn about and know about and remember. Um, and I had an experience this past week that I realized was a very, very good example of fading effect bias at at work and it wasn't even alcohol related but I'm like oh my god this is such a perfect thing to kind of remember and talk about because it's so to me so perfectly explains like how much our brains can play tricks on us but so fading effect bias um, we all know that when we quit drinking and when some time has passed since we quit drinking it can be very easy to kind of look back on our drinking days and romanticize them and look back through rose-colored glasses and try kind of like remember all the good parts in like a way that's like not an honest full picture of it Um, and that is actually an actual brain process called fading effect bias where we tend to like look back and remember the good parts and I've talked a lot about how Quitlet was so, so helpful for me in my early days um, and something that was so helpful for me 
as well was learning a lot about um, the science of of like alcohol, what it does to us, what it does to our brains and our bodies. So I actually, because I remember that this book talked about fading effect bias. I think it's the first um, place I kind of really learned about it is this book called Alcohol Explained by William Porter. Understand why you drink and how to stop. It's a great book. Um, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It does a really good job at I'm explaining alcohol as the title implies. Um, so I, 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 I whipped out the book for this episode um, to kind of refer to his explanation of fading effect bias. So he says, fading effect bias essentially describes the process whereby good memories persist longer than bad ones, or more accurately, where we tend to view events in the past in a more positive light as time passes. So it's not that we totally forget anything bad that has happened to us and remember only the good things, um, but he says what FAB refers to is the process by which over time our memory of any situation becomes warped specifically as the memory of the good parts remains and the memory of the bad part fades. And he also says, which I think is so fascinating, that this also explains why every culture has a tendency to look fondly upon the good old days. Um, and I think that's such an interesting point. And I don't remember actually reading that um, the first time around, but it's true. I feel like I can look back on any stage of my life with nostalgia, like regardless of how good or bad it was. I feel like I still can really like feel nostalgic for like any time in my life. Um, and I'm sure one day I'm going to be feeling nostalgic for this time in my life as well. So anyways, um, this brain process is the exact thing that makes us romanticize past relationships even if they were toxic um I you know I even got back with an ex this past year and and had that exact experience of being like oh yeah I did romanticize that over the years um it was a hundred percent fading effect bias at work so what happened this past week was I so I moved um a little over a year ago I moved into this apartment that I'm in now and I had been living actually only 10 minutes away. Um, I had been living in an apartment that was like the main floor of a house. I rented out the main floor of the house. My landlord lived upstairs um, and I lived there for two years and I had moved in there with um, a boyfriend at the time and then only a few months after I moved into that apartment, um, the pandemic hit and then I we were locked down, working from home, drinking a ton. Um, and then in that house, we broke up and I got sober while I was living there. Um, and then, you know, I had a lot of good times there, a lot of ups and downs while I was there. Um, but for my last few months of living there, I had started to like slip into a little bit of a depression and I had kind of wanted to move for a while. Um, I wanted to be in an actual like condo building. Um, you know, my landlord lived upstairs and she was very, <laughs> she was very well-meaning. She was a sweet elderly woman who meant well, but um, you know, the challenges can, that can come with a landlord that being being upstairs um and so I had I had wanted to move for a while but kind of like you know I it was a, a decently priced place and 
Um, I guess I didn't really have the motivation to to actually start apartment hunting. Um, but in my last few months living there, I really started struggling with my mental health and then this just like change happened where I was like I need to leave here like I can't live here any longer um I needed like a new space a fresh start I felt like I had too many kind of like bad memories in that place um and so I found a place really really quickly and I moved um and so all of that being said about a week ago I the weather was beautiful in in Toronto and I was like I'm gonna go on a nice little jog and when I lived in that place um I was really close by to a really cute little park right across the street from the water and I used to go on runs or just walks um around that park and I really loved it so um I was like oh I'm just gonna go drive down there and and park my car like kind of near my old place and and go for a jog through through my old little neighborhood in that park and while I did that and while I was there I was guys I was literally missing my old apartment I was feeling so nostalgic for it I was like oh man I had such good times there I miss like I miss be I miss being in this area I miss my place I'm and like I can't express enough how objectively better (laughs) how objectively better it is where I live now like major upgrade in in every way possible even down to the little things I didn't have parking there I didn't have my own laundry I was on the main floor now like it's I'm in a better place now and I don't I haven't even met my landlord now um so it's just it's a much better situation and I'm right across uh, my building faces my sisters like it's it's great I love where I am now but while I was on that run I was missing I was missing my old place I was feeling nostalgic for that time in my life and then I really caught myself and I was like okay when I decided I was moving from that apartment I was so sad in that apartment that I couldn't even stay in it longer until I moved. I went and stayed at my parents' place until my moving day because I was like, I can't be in this space any longer. There's too many bad memories. I'm miserable here. Like, I have to move. Is this not the best (laughs) example of exactly what we do to ourselves with alcohol? Like, with my drinking... I was so miserable. I was like, I can't stand to feel this way anymore. I can't keep doing this anymore. And then once we get some time, that's when we look back. Like, you know, my first summer rolled around and I was like, oh, I missed I missed having wine on my front porch in the sun and I miss this. And like even just in general, feeling guilty, being guilty of like romanticizing those like wild, crazy, quote unquote, fun times. Um, when really, when I was in that towards the end, I was desperate to escape it. Just like with my apartment, here I was feeling so nostalgic and missing living there and missing those days when, when I was in it, I was so desperate to be out of there. So much so that I didn't even stay there up until I moved. (laughs) Like, so I just thought that was so funny and just like, so on point as an example of how much our brains will play tricks on us and reading about fading effect bias in my early days was so helpful because it helped me to reframe it this way which was I have to trust the decision that I made when I was in it because I know 
through through learning about this through learning that it's an actual brain process that makes us look back on past times and in a more favorable way than than maybe they deserve I can't trust I know that I can't trust my judgment of it but I can trust that when I was in it feeling everything I was feeling at that time in my life feeling the effects of alcohol I made the decision to quit drinking from that place And I just remember saying to myself, especially in my early days, like, I just have to trust that version of me. I have to trust the decision I made at that time. I knew I was I was in it. I was feeling it. If it wasn't terrible, then I wouldn't have made this decision. And just like it's kind of, I guess, a form of like never question the decision. Like I I said to myself, yeah, trust, trust that version of me. Trust that the me that was (laughs) living through it didn't want to do it anymore. Um. And that was just such a helpful, helpful reframe for me. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to share that today because I think I think our our brains will always play tricks on us. And our most powerful t- tool is always returning back to our truth. And even like I literally had a laugh about it. I was like, wow, I couldn't even stay there for the last month before I left. And here I was missing it. <laughs> like that's the truth of what it was. Um, so I guess that's kind of the mantra I want to leave you with this week is that if you're feeling a bit of maybe self-doubt, you're questioning your decision or you're like kind of like looking back on your drinking days and missing them to just keep coming back to, I can trust the decision that I made when I was going through it, when I was living through it, when I was in it more than I can trust my perception of it from where I stand now when I've had a little bit of distance. And that's the perspective that has just saved me so many times because it brings me back to my truth. And even in times where I don't feel or like even in times where I haven't felt quite as strong in my sobriety, like, okay, even if I don't feel strong in being sober right now, I can at least feel feel strong in knowing that I don't want to go back to a place that I was desperate to be free from when I was in it. And that always kind of really centers me to remember that. Um, so I hope that is helpful for you heading into this week. I hope you all have an amazing week. Remember that episodes come out every Tuesday, so be sure to hit the follow button to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Um, if you could rate or leave a review, I would appreciate you for it forever. Um, subscribe to my newsletter at happiestsober.com. Um, and remember that I do have a sober trip to Spain that is available to book. We're going to Spain in September. Um, I'm so beyond excited for it um, and I would love for you to join me so head to my Instagram at happiest sober or at happiest sober podcast click the link in my bio on either of those pages and all the info is there Um, I would love for you to join me I will chat with you all next week remember that life is happiest when you're sober bye oh hey it's Erin And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. 
So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.